0: Boom. Okay. This is probably going to loop because I got to bring one of my kids to school and back. But it's an hour and 40 minute long talk about everything. So, the Liberty Lockdowns. I'm trying to get entropy going right now. I guess it's mostly about September 11th, which I haven't done in a while. But we are coming up on the 20th anniversary. So, it's good good to recap on exactly what happened there <clears throat> yeah I should point out if, uh, if you want to support the site and you want to know a lot about September 11th you should purchase the Empire Unmasked from ANC report somebody will put links in the comment I assume and here is uh, entropy link you Can I only post it once there you go uh congratulations ron you popped the comment cherry get into entropy chat it's free you can watch this video over there as well and you can close the other window once you're in uh, without so without further ado let's bring this one up and get her get her done and uh, i will be back to answer shekel chats if it loops a little bit sorry But I'm going to jump back in, assuming there's shekel shekel Chats, and I'll answer all of those. Uh, And thank you to uh, to Reed Coverdale for helping be the sort of intermediary here and setting these interviews up that I've been doing. All right, then. Enjoy. That's Boomer Tech. (laughs) Perfect.
1: I've just never used Skype before, so that's why I'm kind of fucked up.
0: It's super easy.
1: Yeah, I'm just accustomed to Zoom. All right. Yeah. Um, how much time you got, man? I don't want to take you too long.
0: Um, doesn't matter. Hour. It's fine.
1: Okay. Appreciate it. Let's hit it. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Liberty Lockdown. Got a special guest today. You know him. You love him. He's been nuked from every platform because he refuses to stop telling the truth. Ryan Dawson is in the building.
0: Yep. Started getting censored before that was a thing. Before I know, man. Cool.
1: you man. You, like, you created it. Wait, when were you first nuked? It was like 2012 or something? Eight. Eight? Oh, my God. Actually, I got... A book on
0: it. Uh, well, that was when I got nuked on YouTube. I was nuked on both AWL Hometown and MySpace in 2005.
1: Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> You're such a legend. Well, I, I know you've been talking about um, Epstein and the Palestinian... Israel kerfuffle. I'd like, mm. to, I'd like to go back in time a little bit and, and talk about things I hope hey, you haven't talked about. Both,
0: the, both those things involve the Israeli state.
1: Ah, fair point.
0: Hey, well, it's I, June. I'm going to switch the calendar here.
1: I have a feeling that, that many more things will, will be connected to the Israeli state as we talk about what I was hoping to. Um, I, I watched one of your older documentaries about 9-11 recently, and mm-hmm. I was left with a, a few questions that i don't know if i just didn't get to whatever episode that you covered it on Um, but would you mind talking about 9-11 a little bit
0: i assume you saw war by deception yes that's the one yeah it's like three hours and something (laughs) yeah i mean uh, that got me in trouble
1: (laughs) i would imagine uh so the the question that i had from it though you implied and i again i don't know if i missed a segment where you gave a conclusion or or maybe i just spaced out but it seemed as if you were implying that flight 93 was intended for tower 7 is that correct
0: well that's that's speculation it seemed they said they were going back to new york and the news actually preemptively announced that a 50 story building had fallen um at 10 47 in the morning which is about when it would have arrived and you know a 50 well nearly 57 stories if you count the penthouses 50 stories uh which would have been building seven did fall but not until after 5 20 p.m um so many many hours later and that was speculative because the way the building seven is kind of like it was gonna fall no matter what. If you, if you let fire burn, and you're not trying to put it out, eventually the fire is going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just odd that uh, the way it fell and everything. Very. But yes. Afterward, I sort of changed my mind. Like it may have been going there uh, to pull, and they just pulled an audible and said, "Well, since the plane didn't arrive, we'll just let it burn until it falls down." Because it has to go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to bomb it or anything. All you have to do is let it burn. So that might have been its target, but it could have been something else in New York too. I mean, the Al Qaeda discussed uh, the UN building back in 1993 when there was the first World Trade Center bombing, and they said, "No, no, that'll alienate our Arab allies," and they are. So there's a lot of so many targets they could have been, but. A lot of th- people thought it was going to pivot and hit the White House, but they were going northeast, and mm-hmm. they said they were going northeast to the passengers. So if they didn't go northeast, the passengers would have gotten uppity, which mm-hmm. I guess they did anyway. <laughs> but they uh, they said that we're going back to New York. So you know, a lot of targets in New York. Do you buy I the... I don't think it really matters where they were going. I mean... <laughs> well, <laughs> it, yeah, no.
2: Yeah.
1: Do you buy the, the Let's Roll story that they were taken down by the passengers? Yep. You do? Interesting.
0: Because, it, it, look, it, the nine eleven 11 movement all jumps on their spoon-fed stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the black box. We have retrieved a black box from 93. So we have recording of voice audio of what was going down. And forget about Let's Roll and all that crap. What's interesting is the pilot that's supposed to be on flight ninety three, uh Ziyad Al Jara. That's the alleged pilot in the official narrative. But his voice is not on the black box. And he's not piloting the plane either, according to the other hijackers, right? Who are screaming at the the man who's actually piloting the plane. And in all the phone calls, which the Kook movement dismisses because they're like hey, you can't call on a cell phone. It's an airphone, dumbass. And yes, you can do it. None of them mention four hijackers. All of them say three. Hmm. So the voice audio says there's three men. The passengers are saying there's three men. And the fourth guy, who's supposed to be the pilot, is not piloting the plane. And the only evidence they have that he's on the plane is they find his passport in the debris. You know. Which is not impossible, but it's very improbable. Sure. Like you could find paper and stuff, but a little thing like that, and it just happens to be the guy, he says, the pilot. Oh, and a little corner's burned off. Uh huh. Be- this is why it gets more mysterious. Ziad al Jara's first cousins, Ali al Jara and Youssef al Jara, were working in Israeli espionage, spying on Hezbollah. They got busted months after 9-11. One of them had been doing it since the 80s. So what are the odds that an Al-Qaeda 9-11 hijacker has family members in Israeli intelligence? And this isn't like 33rd degree cousins. That's like his uncle's children. <laughs> wow. Well, and so- then it turns out, oh, the guy that's related to the Israelis, there's no evidence that he's actually on the plane Uh. And he's definitely not piloting the plane.
1: So what is, what is your conclusion about Flight 93 then? I mean, if, if it's not that pilot, what do you think is the real deal here?
0: Well, Al-Qaeda still hijacked it. They were just down two members. They are supposed to have a five-man team and end up with three. The Israelis bailed last minute. They had, they had infiltrated these cells and protected them from local law enforcement all the way up to the moment and then just ditched. So, Wow. This Al Jara doesn't stay with them in Hamburg either. And he doesn't stay with them in the same motel when they're all in Maryland. He's always separate, separates himself. And he's got plans to get married and is talking about that with his fiance and stuff, which why would you do that with your fiance if you're planning on suicide? You know, um, it just didn't add up. But that's all speculative. <clears throat> However, nine eleven is not something like there's this one thing and you go, aha, this is the thing it's when you put it all together, right? When you see the Israeli espionage on, um, on the, well, on the hijackers, but also on the DEA, which is important because if you need to sneak weapons onto a plane, right? We all know the DEA and the CIA moves drugs around themselves, right? Narcotics Mm -hmm. and stuff. And one of the ways they do that is they just, uh have people either in the ramp crews or a stewardess or somebody in on it so you don't have to go past security you are the security and you just put it in an <laughs> so they you gotta spy and figure out where the look away list is who those employees are and a lot of them are mafia uh, because then if somebody does get caught it's plausible deniability and go, oh yeah this guy is just gambino or whatever and let him fall on the sword Um, But they were spying on DEA officials' homes and things. And the other reason is if you want to move drugs yourself, like ecstasy, because you're using the -the off-the-books budget to finance something like 9-11, that's a nice way to have uh, a large sum of the money and it not go back to the state. And the U.S. does the same thing. When we're... I shouldn't say we, but when the United States is aiding Al-Qaeda in Syria, for example, which it is, they're not just going to have the CIA hand them money. That would be retarded. They funnel it through intermediaries, and then they explain it away by saying, oh, they're involved in black markets, trades, mainly narcotics, and that's how they're paying for all these toys. But no, it's really our own intelligence agencies moving everything around and giving them the toys and sometimes like the non-lethal aid package non-lethal aid from Obama how do you think they got all these brand new Hilux Toyota trucks all white all the same year all new paint you know that was part of the non-lethal aid package to the Free Syrian Army who just acted as a conduit for ISIS right so it went to the FSA which means it Al Qaeda got it you know Mm -hmm. they do things like that so one of the main reasons we're at war in Afghanistan for so long is the opium trade
2: mm-hmm.
0: and because that's a $64 billion a year black budget that you can spend on whatever including financing terrorists all over the world well the Israelis do the same thing they financing terrorists through narcotics trade so they're spying on the, the DEA uh, and they're also spying on the hijackers they help move them around they changed their communications, so even FBI they were trying to look into it. Anytime they're closing in on a suspect, suddenly they change the way they communicate, right? Now, if you're Al Qaeda, you would just randomly change how you communicate every few, you know, days or whatever, anyway, right? Mm-hmm. But the but the Israelis are still following them around, right? So that's the one making the changes. They, they never threw them off, yeah. And they're celebrating the attacks, and they had front companies uh for you know moving furniture which had been in and out of the towers and the the outfitter for example one of them they had six different moving companies that we know of but um one of them urban moving systems their trucks came from aero trucks out of Tennessee it's just a generic truck that you slap a logo on so it could be a rider truck it could be a white glove mm-hmm. movers it could be whatever you're thing you just get a, the truck And you slap your logo on it, and you got a furniture company. Well, that got traced back to a cell in Tennessee that was getting illegal um, driver's license because they didn't need a social security number in Tennessee at that time. And they were the sting was for this, you know, ID false IDs from the DMV, but when they arrested just these six men in a parking lot one of them had a pass to do work at the world trade center dated september 5th 2001. his name is sakura hamad and when his cousin was in the ring too and they were working for a guy named Khalid dalla from jerusalem and they find out that oh yes and they had traveled from new york uh to i think it was knoxville and then to memphis on september 11th and they did not have a right to be doing work in the World Trade Centers. They said, "What were you doing?" He said, oh, I work for uh, this heating and plumbing company, Denko Mechanical Magic Heating and Plumbing, and its business address was just a residential address in New York. It was a fake business. Turns out they had also faked fire suppression credentials to make a company to do work on fire suppression systems. Well, they had forged reference letters and all that and this is by sergey denko and uh, david connell and i've got the letters from the district attorney and everything this and these these guys in tennessee end up in jail for 10 years the 9 11 kook movement doesn't want to look at this i'm like here are people arrested for being you know they were in the towers doing illegal work their company was faking letters so if they're doing work on the fire suppression systems Were they fixing them or breaking them? Because they didn't work on September 11th. And, you know, had the sprinklers and all that come on, then the fire would not have been able to take down the buildings. And even if you think the fire didn't take it down, you think it only partly was partly fire and partly bombs or whatever you want to believe, you still have to make it as if a fire could have taken it down or you won't be able to lie about the bombs. Right. Sure, sure. If the fire just went out, you can't then blow it up <laughs> because it would look right. really bad. Right. So, no matter what you believe on that, you got to have a fire big enough that it could have. And that's the other thing. Yes, it, it can. That doesn't mean it did. But absolutely, office fires, even with no jet fuel, do reach temperatures that are hot enough to cause the collapse because you don't have to melt steel for it to drop its payload. At, you know, half the temperature, you're losing 80% of its tensile strength, and it's going to collapse. So, you know, that's that's a stupid argument, like, that when people argue about the physics and stuff, and they say, well, you know, jet fuel doesn't melt steel. Well, dummy, it's not just jet fuel, it's a fucking building, and indoor fires more than exceed the temperatures to melt steel which you don't even have to reach because way before you reach that temperature it's going to drop anyway
2: mm-hmm.
0: then they'll point to molten metal in some pictures and say aha there's melting molten steel you don't know that that's steel that's just metal mm-hmm. that could be aluminum it could be copper it could be whatever it's, You don't know that and then they'll point to like well look at these 45 degree cuts on these beams i go yeah the fire department did that Mm -hmm. and you're looking at it after they cut it no bomb is going to do that anyway right Mm -hmm. and it's not thermite like they don't even use thermite in in controlled demolitions that they do on purpose because it's so unreliable and The timing on that, it just flares like, you ever used it? Like, I used to make that from the anarchist cookbook. (laughs) It's not nanothermite or alien thermite or mini nukes or any of this crap. But what happens is, like, I have names and documents and arrests and all this paperwork showing the financing of the hijackers from intelligence agencies, both Israel and Saudi Arabia, dead to rights, and can't get my foot in the door because basically because of alex jones like he was the springboard for loose chains and jim fetzer and judy wood and all these morons that deny airplanes like they say a missile at the pentagon even though there's a big airplane sized hole in the pentagon and it's full of airplane parts and bodies from flight 77 that just doesn't matter you know but what that does do is it it prevents you know it, it cuts off the trail both to the US government and Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And it's weird to me because some of these kooks, in the same breath that they deny an airplane hit the building, they'll say Cheney refused to shoot it down. And they'll go to the Norman Mineta testimony. We like, say the plane's 30 miles out, 20 miles out. Do the orders still stand? And Cheney whipped his neck around and said, Of course they stand. I was like, Okay, what's 30 miles out? A missile doing loopy loops around DC? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's a fucking plane. And like, That testimony is true. And what happened there was, excuse me, Flight 77 came in at too high an altitude. And so he wasn't going to be able to hit the Pentagon. So he circled back. And this isn't like a corkscrew uh, top gun maneuver. It's a big loop, miles long, you know, and then comes in a perfectly straight line at a lower altitude and hits the first floor a little bit of the second floor which is exactly like landing a plane on a runway it's mm-hmm. not some impossible thing most of the time pilots put down the landing gear and land on a runway and then gently slow the plane down he didn't bother putting the landing gear down and didn't try to slow down just hit the building there's nothing super about it Any mm-hmm. anyone can crash a plane uh, that's had a few flight school you know like oh yeah. Like, like video game enthusiasts could do it. They act like, no way, no pilot on earth could hit the first floor of a building. I'm like, that's the easiest thing. It's just like hitting the runway. You line it up with the ground and whap. Right. Uh, and if he and they're like, Well, look at the side he hit. If he had hit any of the other five sides, they would have been like, Well, this special stuff was only on this side. You know, it doesn't matter. Um, in fact, he hit the least deadly part because it was being renovated. But well, I, I don't
1: done. doubt. I don't doubt that a plane hit it, but do you do you think that it was allowed? Do you think that yeah, it seems like
0: it was because Dick Cheney told him not to do it, right? (laughs) Right. That's that's the transportation secretary said that we have witnesses to that. Mm -hmm. So they had two chances to shoot that down and didn't do it, and they tried to act like they're talking about flight 93, but they couldn't have been because it's 30 miles from nothing, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. 30 miles is you're talking about seconds, like that's. That's nothing. very quick. 500 miles an hour or 300 and something miles an hour. I think they were doing after right. the bank. But Just a couple of minutes. Yeah, it's nothing really. Um, so you, but you do, it is something for anti-air defense. Like that's plenty of time and range to, to nail a plane, you know, mm-hmm. the battery, but especially commercial plane, no stealth or nothing. So, but yeah, they, they allowed it to happen. So middle. do you think
1: do you think it was uh saudi arabia so that
0: hold on that implies our oh, u.s sure. government but it's also if you don't acknowledge that there is a plane and hijackers two of the guys actually three of the guys on flight 77 hanjour and al Hazmi and and oh, mitar were getting money from the saudi government and mm-hmm. to it went from princess haifa and bandar bush who was the head of saudi arabia's cia he was a GIT <laughs> agent. Mm-hmm. Sent money through uh, Osama Basnan and another guy, Omar Bayoumi, which, uh, who bought them a house and lived in an apartment with them. And then the other guy lives across the street, introduces them to Alaki at the um, San Diego Kurdish mosque. Yep. Um, and they're not Kurds, by the way. Just saying. They're Sunni Muslims. They, But anyway, they go there and they receive money. One of them had a job at a gas station. Only one hijacker of the 19 ever had a job. They um, mm-hmm. were getting financial support and, more importantly, logistical support, housing, travel, and so on, from Saudi intermediaries. Mm-hmm. But if you deny there's, there's a plane, then there's no hijackers on that plane and there's no financing of those hijackers by Saudi Arabia. And there's no refusal to shoot down the plane by America. Like, you cut that story off by talking missile nonsense. Mm -hmm. And you make 9-11 truthers look retarded. Because (laughs) there's debris of the plane and a big (laughs) hole. And uh, DNA from all the passengers except for the baby is at Walter Reed right now. Mm -hmm. Like, it definitely... You're alienating all those Pentagon employees and stuff because they think, oh, the, the conspiracy is there was no plane. That's so dumb, right? And so you just lost anybody with a triple digit IQ right there. And I blame the media for this. They radicalize people because all, all they do is lie to you. Exactly. Like all they did was lie about the Iraq war over and over again. So when someone hears the missile story, they're like, yeah, maybe. You know, like anything that's not the <laughs> official story. Is better, and then they do the light switch brain thing and go, "Well, if you don't believe in this, then you're just uh, official story mm-hmm. or, 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 or Right? No, there's a lot of things in between what the TV said and the nonsense that you're saying. You know? <laughs>
1: right? Do you think that they suppressed video evidence of 77 hitting the Pentagon so that that these bullshit conspiracy theories could fill the v- vacuum? Because, like, I haven't seen any. You would think it was 2001. I mean, it, there was plenty of surveillance especially around the cia or the um the pentagon you would think that there'd be extensive surveillance camera footage and yet i've only ever seen a a handful of frames
0: you're only gonna see here's the hole in the pentagon
1: right it's yeah i've seen that photo it's um
0: and also they it doesn't have to smash through six rings the rings are only on the upper floors it hit the bottom two floors Mm-hmm. And they don't have rings. Mm-hmm. They just have two walls to go through and a bunch of sheetrock. It's not a big deal. No, they're not suppressing the footage because the cameras that are in the parking lot are designed to film people walking back and forth to their cars or maybe driving their car in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you're talking about speeds between, you know, zero to 30 miles an hour,
2: right.
0: not a plane a going yeah. <laughs> across the parking lot in <laughs> half a second at 300 miles an hour or whatever it is right so if you're only going to get five frames because there's only five frames mm-hmm. and they're no, not they don't have fair. super sl- slow motion cameras 24 hours a day pointed at a wall outside almost all the cameras are in the pentagon or well, that, at the, that, or at the doors and exits not the wall right so they don't no, think that, something's going to be smashing through the wall right right Sure. So, and they confiscated a lot of footage, but the, that's another misnomer. Like, what about the eighty-seven cameras? I'm like, where'd you get this number? Because <laughs> that's based on an affidavit about September eleventh, not the Pentagon. And almost all the cameras in question are from New York.
1: Oh, okay. So there's probably not that. They did much
0: not go around and take eighty-seven cameras of the Pentagon.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I didn't, I, I. Actually, I've never even heard that figure, but I just assume Uh, that. Trust me, your audience
0: has. They're like, "What about the 87 cameras?" (laughs) Trust me, they have.
1: So, like, I have a
0: list of the bullshit that they've been spoon-fed. I'm like, they do not 87 (laughs) cameras. They did not smash through six rings. They did not take a corkscrew turn. You know, but I got to spend you know an hour debunking the crap that they heard from loose change and all these websites and stuff. And I don't even get to go on the offense. Like, do you want me to explain what did happen? Or I have to spend all day on what did not happen?
1: Of course, yeah. You know what I mean? No, I, I would like for you to explain what did happen. I, I've, I've already have Plane
0: got... hit the Pentagon.
1: I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. But a little bit more of the background. I, so you said that it was Israeli, Saudi, and American intelligence that, that basically either right.
0: and they, cooperated three, or allowed it to happen. These three do lots of stuff together. Yes. Yes. Right, Al Qaeda in Syria, same thing. Right, right. Israel acts as their air force, they never attack ISIS, they only attack Assad, and they even did coordinated strikes, airstrikes with the ground force being Al Qaeda. Mm-hmm. Um, America did that in Libya too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's Israel and the U.S. did Iran Contra together, mm-hmm. you know, the Safari Club, which is something created in 1976 to break the OPEC. Oil weapon. This is be a long story, but the the suffice to say, Saudi Arabia, the U.S., and Israel do things like this a lot, and mainly it goes like Saudi can recruit a lot of hijackers, Islamic extremists, whatever, uh, and even if not, they have to look like that, and Israel, um, Israel, U.S. relies on Israel almost entirely. For linguistics and like to our intelligence on the Middle East is so piss poor. If you look at uh Sibyl Edmonds, who she speaks Turkish Farsi and Azerbaijani, and she was at the White House the uh Washington DC field office, right? The top there's like three translators. It turns out two of the Turkish girls couldn't even speak Farsi, they were faking it you know they weren't even reasons Christ, and almost all of that's outsourced to the israelis because we don't have enough people that can speak these languages fluently not not before september 11th at least and i don't think it changed much after is the sad that's government you know but um the u.s is almost entirely reliant on the israelis and of course they just lie they're Mm. like well obviously all of israel's enemies are the only bad guys you know of course and they work. Um, they, Israel and Saudi Arabia work together because the a common enemy the Shia Muslim from Iran uh, and also Syria. So and uh, Hezbollah in Lebanon. So they're they're the bad guys. They'll work with the Sunni extremists. Now, not with Palestinians. It doesn't matter what the religion is. That that's territory Israel is going to steal. But uh, they have no problem working with Saudi Arabia. But they do have to do it. You know, under not above board Saudi Arabia has to at least look like oh yeah we hate the or whatever but in action not in in mouth right uh, that's never the case they're all they're always supporting Israel
1: are are you scheduled or have you ever uh I know you're scheduled with Scott Horton to talk on Reed's show have you ever talked to Scott before
0: yeah I've been on his show four times oh wow times. okay because it's spread, spread out since like 2008 uh 8 or whatever. I don't know when I first did his show but yeah.
1: Man, you you strike me so much of like being the Scott Horton of I don't know the deep state or like the military industrial complex or something. I mean, it's well, That's a it, great
0: compliment cuz Scott's like oh, the ball. Scott I interviews <laughs> all these specialists, right? Right. And Other people could do that, but they wouldn't be able to to retain the information, you know. But Scott can be like, Oh, yeah, on time, a Gareth Porter interview from 2011, and he said, Or, (laughs) you know, and I kind of do that too. People ask me if I'm autistic or whatever, I'm like, No, I just don't smoke weed, but he does, and he can still remember all that stuff. So,
1: (laughs) well, that's what that's what blows my
0: mind about like affect different people differently, though,
1: of course. I I gave you no Primer on what we were going to discuss today. I I've watched this documentary that you produced, God knows how long ago, ten, fifteen years ago, and and I start talking to you about it, and you're able to remember their names, the locations, the names of the companies. I mean, it's really. Yeah, but
0: I'd remember it a lot better if you'd asked me in 2014. Of course. So, you know what I mean? But yeah, but I didn't still, know what we I mean, were. Talking. I thought we were going to do man. Epstein stuff, but you can ask about 9/11. It's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: like, well, this is what I, this is what I'm saying. This is what it. This is why it reminds me of Scott so much because it's just your your depth of knowledge in this area it's is just, one of the
0: most important incredible. things. I mean, here here's what I say. Like, I try not to get too deep in the weeds on 9 11 with people unless you're already sold that the government lies and they're like, wow, that's a big shock, right? Mm-hmm. But um, oh, the media lied. Yeah, <laughs> like, of course. Recently, Russiagate Gate. they're they're constantly full of shit. So, but um. And yes, we aid Al-Qaeda right? all over the world. That's how, oh, wow, the, the U.S. is secretly working with terrorists? Uh, is this news to you? Like, right. That's what Iran-Contra was. Yeah. Good. It's before and after 9-11 we're working with terrorists, but not during. Um, but what I say about 9-11 to quote-unquote normies or whatever that is easier to prove is, listen, uh, they lied about September 11th and how they associated it and blamed it on Iraq. Because part of the lies about Iraq were not just the weapons of mass destruction baloney. They went with ma- weapons of mass destruction because it was a legal pretext. It was, a, oh, they're in violation of UN Resolution 1441. Like, oh, wow, suddenly we're going to enforce UN resolutions, huh? Because Israel's <laughs> breaking like 60. Of, anyway, <laughs> um, probably more than 100 now, but yeah, I'm sure. they, um, it doesn't matter. But what they said was, you know, to went to Prague. And this isn't coming from oil companies and stuff. This is coming from Zionist neocons. This is from Project New American Century, Weekly Standard, um, and and went up And these guys. So uh, they... Not went up, sorry. (laughs) They're the good guys. (laughs) Um, It's the Richard Pearls, you know, again. It's that group. But they said that Muhammad Atta got anthrax from senior Iraqi officials at a meeting in Prague Okay, Iraq didn't have anthrax Mohammed Atta didn't have anthrax and there was no meeting in Prague <laughs> So, it, and then the notes on the anthrax letters say death to America death to Israel mm-hmm. P.S. evil Muslims yeah. <laughs> but it says September 11th on the notes and it says death to America, death to Israel and they would blame that first on Stephen Hatfield waste millions of dollars on that. He actually sued them and won. And then they blamed it on Bruce Ivins, who was suicided before a trial. Holy shit. And Perry Mixel was another scientist, and she was suicided. So, yeah. A couple mysterious uh, uh, suicides, and shifting the blame three times, but it was all after the fact. Like, the Iraq war already is, was on. So, they initially blamed it on Iraq. And the source... Of that bullshit was James Woolsey, former CIA director for Clinton, who chose him because of Jeffrey Epstein's blackmail. This is how these events tie together. Now, James Woolsey's source... James Woolsey gives it to the Peanut group, and then Fred Barnes and Gary Schmidt and Robert Kagan start writing, oh, Athas in Prague, and he's meeting with Iraqis, and that's where the anthrax came from. Saddam, 9-11, Saddam, Bin Laden, Saddam, Bin Laden. Time magazine does pictures with Saddam, next page, Bin Laden, right? They're all over the news at the time. Bill O'Reilly, all these talking heads are like Saddam Hussein and Bin Laden, and couldn't be further from the truth. Hated each other, right, whatever. Zam was a bathist. He was a pan Arabist. Anyway, he's also a CIA guy, both of them. That's the only thing they had in common. Um Woolsey's source was he's quoting Israeli security forces that allegedly witnessed the transfer. And that's in the German uh newspaper Blid. It was in the uh later it was in the LA Times, the New York Observer, which is owned by Charles Kushner. And uh yeah, <laughs> They're it's the first ones that come out with you these. Go. Well, this is what happened. So I'm, I'm not, it's not incredible because all I have to figure out is what happened. To make it up would be incredible. Right. To figure it out is just figuring it out, I guess. <laughs> uh, Still but
2: remarkable. you do
0: have to remember like later, like Kushner's, you know, uh, son-in-law, uh, his, his Kushner's son's father-in-law becomes president. Right. You know? Um. Anyway, so they are lying about anthrax and are lying about this meeting in Prague. First, they only lied about the meeting because the anthrax hadn't been opened yet; it had been mailed but it hadn't been opened. Mm-hmm. After it got was opened, and uh, Stevens was killed, they then go, "Oh yeah, by the way, at this meeting, uh, they totally had anthrax." <laughs> um. <laughs> And it's funny because PNAC had written about Osama bin Laden in August of August thirtieth of two thousand one. And they had his a penciled picture of bin Laden and stuff. Bin Laden was not a household name. There's the embassy bombings, well, but it wasn't like, Oh yeah, you know Osama bin Laden. Like, no, you didn't. You know. <laughs> but in there they're talking about connections to iraq and chemical attacks such as anthrax
1: wow so they're laying the ground
0: before september 11th they're writing that's, about this that's amazing after september 11th they made it happen by lying about it uh and it says death to america death to israel right and then of course it wasn't iraq there was a meeting in prague there were no mobile weapons labs making anthrax that miller said so when colin powell went to the u.n with his mock of anthrax to make the case for why we need to invade iraq was all based on this lie. That was the weapon of mass destruction in question. Mm -hmm. The other one was he he reconstituted his nuclear program, which Condoleezza Rice and Dick Cheney went on television and said. I think it was to Tim Russert. and I think they both said it to Tim Russert. And Robert Novak actually said, I think this is not true. Uh, He and Russert uh, died within a couple of years. Wow. Um, Young. Russert. Tim Russert was not, you know, he's a little bit overweight, but whatever. Right. He just up and dies. But that had, that had more to do with the plane affair, in my opinion. But anyway, one of the things they also lied about, though, was the, right. Iraq's nuclear program. And that was based on forgeries uh, from Niger, where they said, oh, he's getting yellow cake uranium, oxidized uranium from Niger. And it had obsolete military seals. It was signed by an obsolete foreign minister. that was no longer there and couldn't have signed it. So not only did they forge a signature, it wasn't even the right person's name. They changed some dates of the document. And it was like in some places it says, says 2000, sometimes it says 1999. You know, it, it was just so bad. And the CIA knew it was a forgery and said so. Because they're evil, but they're not stupid. Like, we can't use this. It's too sloppy. But George Bush, the lesser, just did it anyway. And um, <laughs> the media didn't cover it, as he knew they wouldn't. You know, Even now, the media has not gone back and said, you remember that uh, yellow kick uranium? Turns out these are forged documents. The press, think about this, conservative or otherwise, I, I'd say conservative or crazy, because there, is no, there are no liberals anymore. They right. have gone so far out there, you know, <laughs> like with the identity politics that there, there is no yeah, they're, left. It, it's only they're extinct. Just, yeah, it's all fucking SJWs. But anyway, right. none of them have come out and said they lied about Yellow Cake uranium, and it's important because the way they wiggled out of the W and D mythology was. Well, I guess we were just a big screw-up. Miscalculations, and we thought we had this data, and we didn't. No, you didn't. You lied, and you knew you lied, because you cannot accidentally forge signatures on a document. That's fraud, and it's intentional. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: you're getting this information from Gorbanifar and Michael Ledeen, these neocons, serial liars, who were also part of Iran-Contra, same people, Um, you definitely knew. And the press just won't touch it. And another thing that covered up, you know, our own intelligence agencies debunking it is one of the wings of the CIA that was in charge of negating nuclear proliferation was Valerie Plame's outfit. They used a front company called Brewster Jennings and Associates as cover for the work, the agents were supposedly working for this thing. And when Plame was outed, her front company was also outed. So everyone else working for Brewster Jennings and Associates had lost their cover. And so now there's a cloud of war over nuclear weapons proliferation. We don't know because obviously they're all going to change what they're doing because they understand that these are the this is the wing of the CIA that was gathering intel. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing focused on Joe Wilson and uh, as revenge or whatever and Valerie Flame and not on Brewster Jennings and all the other agents that got outed. And I, one of our department guys, Mark Grossman, he's like the number three, um, he's, uh, he's caught on tape talking to Pearl saying about 9-11 suspects we got to get these guys out of the country before they spill the beans. Hmm. Now, that should have been plastered all over the news, or at least the alternative news. But it wasn't. You see, Johnstown and these kooks, they don't want to talk about Grossman or Pearl or Ladine or any of the stuff I just said or any of the stuff I said before about you oh, Bayoumi and Osbastan and all that. They're not going to touch it. And I'm definitely not going to touch the Israelis with urban moving system or white glove movers. And, who, by the way, moved hijackers from back and forth between New York and Florida. It's so much stuff. I got a five-hour film called The Empire and Mass that I sell on my website. It's like how I can survive because I'm banned on PayPal, banned on Patreon, banned on Vimeo. Ban, you know, name it. I'm <laughs> off and the reason I get canceled on this stuff is you get flack when you're over the target. You can make a 9-11 movie that's full of nonsense that will get millions of views on YouTube. They love pushing disinformation. So if you want to go doo or just talk <laughs> about build the 7 fell too fast based on eyeballing it right. for an hour, they're not worried about that. They're worried about what I have to say. Because I got them by the short hairs.
1: Yeah.
0: And nothing I'm saying requires some super secret anything. It's all you can it's all documented and you can see this. It's just I i put them all tied it all together. Yep. Um
1: that's at ancreport.com.
0: Woolsey by the way wouldn't talk to him the whole time. Yeah, ancreport.com. There's a films tab and most of the films are free. I put the the film about Syria is free, the film about Palestine is free, because those wars are happening right now. Sure. But I sell the 9-11 film, because I already have a huge chunk of information for free in another film called War by Deception. But, yeah, i got to get paid somehow. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> yeah, no, Empire. no. I, I, and it I'm covers more, it than, right more than just September 11th. It's a bit on the Iraq War, which you can't really separate. Because they lied about Iraq and acted like they're involved in September 11th. And I know mm-hmm. people my age, you know, who are just turning 18, 19, 20 years old when September 11th happened, joined the military to go to war in Iraq because they were told that they attacked us. Yeah, tens of and thousands it just of men. Wasn't probably. true. Yeah. Right. If you're 18 years old and you're just watching Fox and MSNBC or whatever. And they're saying, yeah, Iraq gave chemical weapons to Al-Qaeda. And it looks like Israel's our best friend. Because, look, these notes say death to Israel, death to America. We need to side with the Zionists to take out Iraq. Now, that was the television narrative. Mm-hmm. And they're patriotic and like, ah, I love America. And they attacked New York and D.C. Which, to me, I was thinking, wow, the Muslims and Yankees are going at it. I'll have a cup of tea. You know, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But like, <laughs> you know, it's... um. When I I heard the Pentagon was attacked, I thought, well, it was bound to happen eventually and we're out there messing with everybody. Sure. Right? And we got our two front teeth knocked out in New York and a giant financial hub, which is also involved in plenty of crimes, you know, predatory loans, intentional predatory loans, and, you know, it's sort of the the processing nexus for Mm -hmm. sanctions and other things, all the profiteering that goes along with On the back, you know, follows the government around. Oh, you're putting sanctions on this and this. And then someone will go in and do black market sales because they're the only source. And that's how Mark Rich made a lot of his money. Guy that Clinton pardoned, by the way. And many of the people that wrote letters to Clinton asking him, begging him to pardon Mark Rich, are on the Epstein map. And he didn't only pardon Mark Rich. By the way, Rich and Libby, Libby was a lawyer for Rich. And he's Cheney's chief of staff. And he's the one that uh, lies about the plane Affair. And he's an Iraq war architect like the rest of them. They call him Scooter Libby. His real name is uh, Leibowitz. But anyway, Zionist. Uh, Pincus Green was partnered with Mark Rich. And he also got a pardon. And those guys were accused of human trafficking. And Mark Mm -hmm. Rich through Glencore is like the top Kearney capitalist of exploitation of all over Africa, Eastern Europe, Russia, mm-hmm. like Iran. He he did illegal trades. Mm-hmm. But you know what the US government was mad at him for doing? Tax evasion. <laughs> they don't care. who you they just rob want their cut until you rob them. Yeah, exactly. Yep.
1: They just want their cut. So so was Osama bin Laden uh a witting participant in this? Did he know that he was he was working for he CIA. absolutely hate
0: well, he knew he worked for the CIA in Afghanistan because they were Reagan's freedom fighters, right? Sure. And they were laundering money through BCCI to the the I don't know, the diaspora to go to Afghanistan and fight with the atheist Soviets. You know, right. it's all of it's the threat to religion and culture and so on.
1: But the, the narrative is that he because he was betrayed after being a CIA operative or being backed he by them... Was, then yes, he was the 9/11 very plot pissed comes.
0: off that America put troops in the Holy Land, right. which were quietly removed after 9-11. Oh, interesting. Right? Saudi Arabia and Israel help us pull it off. Israel gets its war in Iraq, and the troops get removed from Saudi Holy Lands, just like those two wanted. Hmm. Which quietly did what bin Laden demanded. <laughs> so, that But yeah, he, was, he was a CIA asset that was like, uh-uh because he didn't like that he didn't like the attacks on lebanon and palestine and neither did atta and a lot of these hijackers were legitimately pissed at our foreign policy and they know that israelis are run our foreign policy and they wanted to attack america it's not hard to find disgruntled muslims like who watched Hundreds of thousands of Iraqi children starve to death, and are see, they're seeing what's happening, and they know it's the U.S. and Israel. You right. know, and they—they—that doesn't mean they have the right to just go blow up civilians in New York. But I'm not—I'm not excusing it. I'm explaining it. Of course, you can understand why someone would if grew up like that, watching all those horrors. It's gonna just—they're humiliated. They're—they're they're going to and willing to kill themselves to get some of you, to wake you up and go, hey, look at what you're doing.
1: Of course. But, but my question is, so it what
0: Osama Did, did bin Laden bin Laden know about the help he was getting? Yes. <laughs> well, they, their plan is we know they're going to assist us on this and that, and then we'll stab them in the back later. Like a lot of ISIS fighters think the same way. They know where their guns are coming from. And they're like, whatever. If they're gonna give them to us, it's stupid because they're like the enemy of my enemy type of thing. Like temporarily go we'll ally with these people, so we can attack these other people, and then we'll turn around and stab them back. And the U.S. is doing the same thing. Well, we'll get these Muslims to fight each other, and then we'll turn on the winner or whatever. It's a really stupid strategy. Your enemy is your enemy. <laughs> there is no enemy of my enemies, but nah, your enemy is your enemy. Well, that's a good good
1: message, given that Reed's pushing Unity. Uh, but I, I I take the point to heart. I, I wanted to ask you about. I feel like I, I've never heard you talk about it, but I I as I've said, you've covered pretty much everything, so you may have at some point. But I'd like to pivot to the the Vegas massacre. Have you done any work on that?
0: Yeah. If this is going on YouTube, you better not touch that. Just saying. Uh, I <laughs> Dude, I mean I don't I, care. <laughs>
1: Well, I have a feeling that, uh, that given how, how nuclear material this entire conversation yeah, is right, probably
0: fine. So the Vegas shooting. Um, there's a lot of Koop movement stuff on that, too. firing from helicopters or Saudi arms deal. Let me just debunk the Saudi arms deal stuff. This is how stupid this is. <laughs> Saudi Arabia and the United States do legal arms deals worth hundreds of billions of dollars, OK? They're not going to meet with a guy in a hotel room with (laughs) twenty-three guns, all of which you could buy at Walmart legally. None of them are illegal. Yeah, that's I know it's funny, but this is the thing. They're like he was an arms (laughs) deal. Yeah, look, he had all these guns. Okay, it's not impressive because I could buy all those guns if I had the money. Just go to Kmart and buy all the guns. Right. In the US, perfectly legal. There was, he wasn't selling in 60 machine guns or anything. He's just selling guns that you could go buy legally, bump stocks, and some other really just aesthetics. It doesn't add to the killing capacity so much. Um, So it's not a Saudi arms deal. But this is what you have to the smell test. Whenever the kook movement comes out within like 12 hours with some complicated story. That is also stupid. Then that disinformation must be hiding something else. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I've just sort of picked, noticed this over time when there's a particular shooting or something. Sometimes is just, just a shooting. But sometimes after a shooting. Whoa. Here they come calling them crisis actors and fake and da 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 da. Which is definitely nonsense. But you're like, okay. Why don't they want me to look at this event? Because what they want to happen is someone like me or whatever already has a reputation debunking stuff, doesn't want to roll the dice on getting it wrong on something like that because they don't want to be associated with like Sandy Hook deniers or something like that, right? But so if there's a where there's smoke, there's fire. So if there's a big smoke screen and they're all saying crazy stuff about Vegas, then there's something else separate from that that. The authorities don't want you to know. Yep. And what right. I found interesting is this guy's the same as the Norway shooter, since we're already going to get censored for this. Um Breivik was getting, he got a hundred thousand dollars out of nowhere from a bank in Antigua in the Caribbean. And Guess who, guess who do we know from the Caribbean uh that ran a bunch of banks and laundered money for hedge funds? Jeffrey Epstein, right? And oh, yes, yeah. that's exactly where the money was going through it. Pam Geller and uh, I, I've I've made videos about this already. So sure. I just people go to A and C Report, look up Norway shooter, look up Vegas, and have have a nice day. But like, <laughs> with with product. it was um, the same crap, except it was in the Philippines. And they said, oh, he made money gambling. I'm like, I don't buy this. Okay. That is an en- enormous amount of money to have in the Philippines. And he had like a rent-a-wife, you know, whatever, um, yeah, yeah. paid for. Mail order. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't think she, they are married. It was just a, a girl that whatever. Um, he purchased these people. The guy was foul and disgusting, but he was this loser. And then suddenly he makes all this money and he's just going to go shoot a bunch of innocent people at a concert. Well, when you look at the Breivik case, for example, in Norway, I know a guy, Patrick Little, who used to be hardcore neocon, Zionist, whatever. They tried to recruit him, tried to push him into shooting Muslims, and he didn't. And actually, the guy stumbled across my videos and went, 180 the other direction, except he went, wait, he, when someone gets red pilled too fast, they kind of don't, they, they kind of, they're gaslit, you know, they don't know what to believe. And so he kind of fell for the opposite kind of charlatans and became like a raging anti-Semite, which is also not good. Mm -hmm. And so he went out there with signs like Yids rape kids and this all horrible stuff. Yeah. But Those groups had tried to recruit him to make him like a Norway shooter. Mm -hmm. So there's these factions, they look for people with anti Muslim sentiment or something to go shoot a bunch of Muslims. This guy is like, What who gains from a guy killing people in a concert in Vegas? Are they trying to suppress the real estate prices? Are they trying to who are they trying to scare? Who who benefits, right? But it doesn't seem like uh, a lone actor who was just mad because they made noise near his hotel one year or something. <laughs> because it's just too much money and it's all these international transfers and stuff. Uh, and it was all hush-hush. And then he suicided. And it seems like the cops did kill him like, and then just said he shot himself. There's a camera in the hallway that he had set up himself mm-hmm. to surveil them coming to the room. There's right. two windows. That's not a big deal. He just breaks two windows, walks from one room to the other room. It's not a big deal. It doesn't mean there's multiple shooters. It doesn't mean there isn't, but there isn't very good evidence for that. Like, oh, I heard an echo. Well, that's that's how ba- loud noises from high rises sound. Of course. And vice yeah. versa. Like, if anyone that lives in an apartment that's, like, six stories or higher, you can hear people on the street, no problem. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's solid stuff, and I don't explain, I don't want to explain how sound noise work, but no, the way they propagate is like <laughs> there's, there's all this white noise on the bottom and nothing above, so it comes out very clear. Someone could be like talking a little bit loud on the first floor, and you can hear it on the tenth floor yep. better than you can on the third. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Um, there does seems to be some very suspicious things with uh, how um, he was paid and how his money went around. And then all this disinfo that came afterward, they're going to take our guns. You know, that's always a thing. And all these shooters aren't SSRIs. And maybe they are. I mean, maybe that one's real, whatever. But the focus is always this stuff and not like, okay, where'd this guy's money come from? What was his motive? And who would benefit from such an attack? Always ask who benefits. Mm Mm-hmm. And if it it turns out no one benefits, this is completely pointless. Somebody is just crazy or whatever. Okay. But let's uh, at least attempt to try to figure out if there could have been some motives and benefits before you just say, well, that's crazy. Right. Very seldom is someone just nuts. You know, unless they're redheaded or something.
1: Oh, sorry. You're back now.
0: I said very seldom is somebody just nuts. Unless they're a yeah. ginger, <laughs> if he had like a big red afro, I'm like, yeah, this is a crazy. <laughs> that makes sense.
1: Well, Vegas, so this everyone is
0: everyone be like, yeah, this figures, you know. <laughs> this, and it was at is, night. This, That's when they come this, out. So.
1: This is this is exactly why uh, the Vegas shooting has bothered me so much. Is because I have looked into it quite a bit, and I have never been able to conclude who benefited and why. Why did the media not use this narrative? They Like, this is the weird thing about it.
0: There's a suicide note or something, because in the photos of the room, you can see the notepad. It's this pink paper that had been written on. And I don't think the cops wrote it and laid it it on the table and took a picture of it. So what did that say? And how come that's why aren't we allowed to see what he what he said? Right, and what did he say previously, because I think he'd followed them around from the Chicago or some other city. I might have got that part wrong, but there was somewhere else where the concert was, and he stayed, yep. but he didn't do it, yep, and then the next time he did it, or whatever, so he was aiming at this concert, it seemed like, but uh, so then, if that part is true, then it's like it wasn't something just about Vegas real estate or whatever because he it could have been another city, just as exactly. Well. But see, the, the comment. They so got to be able to rule things out like that. They go, okay, well, then he why not here or whatever? It's, totally. But th- this is
1: my question because it seems as if the media narrative, usually when you see a mass shooting, particularly one that is one of the most egregious we've ever seen in this country, mm-hmm. you would use it to push for gun bans. They totally suppressed this story. They stopped talking about it. It seemed as if they didn't even want to use it for their own normal nefarious purposes of disarming the American people. That, that is what made me – that's what raised all of the – I don't think
0: world. that's – I think the opposite. I think they make you think that there's going to be a, an arms ban so everybody runs out and buys a bunch of guns. It's huh. been a lot – they've made a lot of money selling small arms by scaring people into thinking that the, now guns are going to be taken away. Like right. after Sandy Hook, for example, you know Alex is losing his mind saying Obama just wants to get your guns – They didn't even attempt to ban the guns. There was no bill, no legislation, nothing trying to ban guns at all after that happened. But they they made the public think that they're trying to do it. So, guess what happened to gun sales? Every time there's a shooting, everyone runs out and buys guns. Yeah. No, they skyrocket. Just like abortion, it's one of these things they talk, talk and don't walk. Like, abortion makes too much money as a line item for the medical industrial complex. So even when, like, George the Lesser, because he had Republican control of everything, they had the courts, they had the Congress, they had the presidency, and they didn't do anything about abortion. Because it makes too much money. Mm-hmm. And guns, the Democrats act like they want to get rid of guns, but at the end of the day, it just makes too much money. So it's something they talk, but don't walk. Mm-hmm. And,
2: so you, you know, abortion is a is court overblown. decision,
0: and so are guns, so it's not some president or whatever couldn't do it anyway. You'd have to get the Supreme Court to do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you and think that fear is overblown? Because to me, I, I always lean towards, especially after the lockdowns, I lean towards us being headed towards some sort of totalitarian government. A totalitarian government obviously would want us to be disarmed so they could better control us. You're implying that they don't care about us they being They can control
0: 12. us whether we have arms or not, you know, because they have way more. Uh, they're not worried about your ar 15 they could hit your house in the Apache helicopter from a mile away. you don't—you're insignificant if you think you can fight these people they, in a conventional way. Your best way of fighting them is stop shopping. But um, <laughs> they—they're not worried about that. Like they um, make a lot of money off of scaring you and keeping you on a high dose of fear mm. daily from mm. something. But as far as taking away, uh, you know, reducing clips and magazine sizes and all, all that argument died with Antifa and and Black Lives Matter. Like when you're seeing hordes of communists blocking the street and burning down and looting things, and people are like, "What do you need an AR-15 for?" Like, because the whole the scenario in their head is if someone comes to rob your house all by themselves. Most B and E are two people or more. By the way, just saying. Uh, and then a lookout and a couple, no one just, not no one, but it's seldom. And most, uh, house robberies are by people you know. Mm-hmm. It's like by your own friends and stuff that are over there and just steal something. But anyway, the, the, it's just like rape. Most rape is by a family member or mm-hmm. a boyfriend or something. It's not like the, very rarely does a stranger just grab someone and pin them down in the street and rape them or go and just randomly rob a house. It's mm-hmm. usually people you know. So narcissism of small differences whatever mm-hmm. but that whole argument of what do you need a, you know multiple shots for when you're watching people set 711s on fire and break in and stop you know toppling statues and stealing from Louis Vuitton and just you know burning the mini mall or whatever everyone is like and every shop owner that had a gun that stood in front of their property they just walked right on by
2: mm-hmm.
0: everybody that relied on the police is now looking at the ashes of what used to be their store. Mm-hmm. Right. So the gun argument was made by life. It was <laughs> like, oh, you can just call the cops. Uh-huh. They just sit there and watch, right? Right. And here's the other hilarious thing. Places like California, where they're defunding police, like this city of Beverly Hills is, is spent millions contracting out private security firms to protect the stores and things there. Mm-hmm. But then you have like San Francisco where women will just go in with like luggage cases and just take all the cosmetic products and knock <laughs> them off the shelf into their bag and walk out the store. I know. It's like if it's under nine hundred and fifty bucks, you're not allowed to call the police. And if you did, they're not going to show up. Right. Police are not there for you. They are there to protect the ruling class and act as road pirates to get tickets and make money. Right. You're out of, they started to catch runaway slaves. Like cops. I don't care how many TV shows you watch because that's propaganda. All these cop and lawyer shows where they're after the bad guys right. hunting down murderers and stuff and the CSI, whatever, where they're, they found a thumbprint on a glass. and it, That is all imagination. <laughs> that's TV. It doesn't happen. They come after a crime happened, ask what were they wearing or whatever, write a report and never do anything. <laughs> if you're going to catch someone, you have to do it yourself. If you want to protect your property, you have to do it yourself.
1: Yep. I think that's pretty damn or accurate. hire right?
0: private because then there's competition because there's a consequence for not doing their job. You can hire the other private security. But if the cops don't do their job, there's no consequence. You can't get the other police. Like you have your city police or whatever, and that, they're that, and they can't be fired. And no matter how bad they do at their job, they're not replaced, so yep. there's no market pressure to incentivize them to do well. Why are they going to risk their life? Like, look at all these school shootings we were talking about. You know what the cops do? They come and surround the building and wait till the person kills himself. <laughs> they're not going to go in there with a gunfight, shooting behind walls and trees. They just sit there and hide behind the trees until the guy shoots himself. That's even, what even though they got him outnumbered, you know, fifty to one or whatever. Like there was a robbing. It's somewhere in California. I don't remember if it was L.A. or San Francisco or San Diego or some one of those shit cities. Two guys in body armor. And it was just made of like baseball catchers gear and, and lacrosse stuff. Robbed a bank, had hostages. And I think it was L.A. They held back the entire L.A.P.D. for like 45 minutes <laughs> and their helicopters and everything because they were shooting them and it just bounced off the body armor. And they're like, now what? they don't want to do and so they're just hiding and follow them around basically until they nearly ran out of ammo and one of them shoots himself the other guy got hit Uh, it it was just like two men held off the whole police force because they had some body armor that's how pathetic our cops are there to be on a power trip and abuse people and act as meter maids and road pirates Mm -hmm. they're not like the tough guys that take down anybody that fights back would win Wow! Like, well, if you I, had any equivalent size, the police department is going to lose.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think that's they're out of
0: shape. They're fat. They're like, they can't even run up a flight of stairs. You know, no. that's why they always grab their taser or gun because none of them have any other options.
1: Exactly. They're they have like
0: female women. cops.
1: Yeah, I know. That's what I was just saying. You know,
0: <laughs> like unless you're like that girl, you know. Uh, if I was a criminal, I would just ignore that. I wouldn't even run. <laughs> I'd be like, that's nice, you know, and just do what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, uh, we're almost out of time. You are a fucking wealth of knowledge, man. Uh, you you left the country. Did you do that because of this reporting?
0: I just didn't want my tax money to go into murder Iraqi children, you know. Like, OK, um, that was part of it. I mean, I wanted to see Japan, but I was just going to visit, not live here. But the situation in the U.S. got so bad and as I was about to leave, it was like August 2005, I started getting death threats because of the 9-11 stuff I was doing and uh, the 7-7. Um, That's and, the London bombing, right? Yeah, I was all over that because I'd be like, oh, the Israelis are there and they're meeting the, the G-8 are going to talk about African debt relief. What <laughs> I knew that wasn't going to happen, so something's going to disrupt this. Wow. It did. <clears throat> but um, it was just a guess. I was mm-hmm. like, well, they blew up trains already on 311. They blew up airplanes on 9-11. How about a subway? <laughs>
1: 311 was Madrid? Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: 911 days after
1: 9-11. Ooh. That's a coinkydink, huh?
0: Yeah, well, see, these people are obsessed with numbers and stuff. There's it's a little a, bit of a cultic. I, I don't want to get into that say. because people take that way too far. But yeah. um, some people, it's like the Riddler and Batman. Some people just got to leave a little hint. Like, they're so narcissistic, they, they want you to know for some reason. Mm-hmm. That's what so I think than more of that. Have
1: you given Given how in-depth... And in my opinion, profound, your reporting is, and I'm, I'm going to call it reporting. I don't know if you do, but um, do you do you get any overt communication or threats from political figures? Or can you talk about that?
0: They're not dumb enough to do that. Like when they want to threaten me, either it's just some butthurt Zionist or uh, a political figure will use a middleman. Mm. To act like they're a butthurt Zionist to come at me, because it would be really stupid for Joseph Lieberman or somebody to to threaten me. They're going right. to pay someone to do it. Yeah, right, you know what I'm saying? Of course. So almost almost everything I get is from people uh, who are just ideologically opposed. Especially mm-hmm. like the far left doesn't like that I have a Confederate flag. They act like it's a hate symbol of racism and murder a, right. because they're completely ignorant of history. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they get their news from late night comedians and their history from, well, I don't know. Uh, they just make it up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: public school. They make it up.
0: <clears throat> no Yeah. I mean, universities are so bad right now. I don't want my kids going to an American college. No. It's just indoctrination centers at this point. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, and it's, it's
1: genuinely awful. It, it may be radical. Public people. school. Yeah.
0: I mean you can send your school depends on your public school. There's some some in some areas that aren't so bad, but others, yeah, real bad. It depends on the state too, like whether they do it by zip code or whatever. There has to be competition. And what I've found is the other great thing about private schools, and I went to both, by the way. If there's a town like Charlottesville, Virginia, for example, it's got public schools and it's got a lot of private schools, too. There's St. Anne's Belfield and so on there. And there's like Western Albemarle and all. Because there's the option of a private school, the public school has to shape it up.
2: Mm-hmm. Just because you know there's mean? a
0: little bit of competition. There's some any competition because they'll protect public schools from competing with each other. Just like, well, where do you live? This is your school. You can't choose. Well, but you could choose private school. Mm-hmm. So if people are like, well, I can't afford private school, like, well, they don't know that. You know, what they know is there's a competitor and it's got better results or whatever. And so they're going to start doing better with their teaching and teachers and um, <clears throat> whatever program they're doing because they got to make the public school appealing other than just the price. They got to, it's got to have results. So, even if you would never do a private school or whatever, or couldn't afford it, you should still support them because they actually make public schools better too, just by mm-hmm. competing.
1: Yep. No, I think that's totally accurate. Well, I've I've taken a little bit more time or more of your time than I had expected to. I really appreciate the time. Uh, you. Well, have- I'm on
0: a roll. I just said an hour as a guest because I know she was making steak and I. I think she heard me <laughs> do the call. I told her like I gotta do this show. I already missed it twice. Yeah. So well I, I appreciate it, man. I you gotta I, go. It's cool. Uh
1: no, I don't have to go. I, I, I could talk to you all night, dude. I I mean, and it is night here. Uh, so people don't know. You already we'll talk Japan. about Kennedy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was just I was just gonna say uh, rip on Lincoln. That's a favorite <laughs> pastime of mine. <laughs> you no, know, no, it's funny we... to me, like these like anarcho communists, which is an oxymoron. Anyone that hates crony capitalism, a.k.a. socialism in the real world, should hate Abraham Lincoln. He is the original top-hat-wearing, stinking Lincoln crony capitalist that married the railroad and steel foundries all to government. I mean, government contracts, he created the income tax, like, all this crap. If you hate mercantilism, protectionism, and the state, you know, picking winners and losers in the marketplace, that's Lincoln. Like, the Hamiltonian vision took over with lincoln and alexander hamilton is was sponsored by the rothschilds so all these people that hate the rothschilds all that and like why are you against jefferson and washington and you're going after their statues the jeffersonian model is the anti-corporatist model the lincoln hamilton henry clay model is the pro corporation model right and they got it completely backwards. They're like, they hate the Masons and Illuminati and stuff and call them satanic. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa those were the good guys. <laughs> the Rothschild factions, the bad guys, the central mm-hmm. bankers. Yeah. And sometimes they hate them both, right. I guess. But I'm thinking, no, man, the, the Jeffersonian America is what we needed to hold on to. They got, mm-hmm. He got rid of the central bank. So did Andrew Jackson. Yeah. they They did other bad things. But you don't dismiss somebody and say, "Well, Andrew Jackson killed Native Americans." I'm, I know, I'm not. He's not a hero. Like it's, um, you got to take the totality of what they did. Of course, Jefferson ending the transatlantic slave trade, doing the Louisiana Purchase, writing the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, like, way outweighs the negatives, right? So, Particularly
1: given the time he was alive. I mean, it's it's so unfair yeah. when people you can't like-
0: judge people with today's mores. It's called presentism
1: yeah there you go. They shouldn't do it yeah well what, what is your what is your fit I mean you talk about this stuff nonstop I'm curious is is there one area that you enjoy most
0: to research
1: For research or just to talk about
0: <laughs> hmm. i I don't like the ones I hate the most are the ones with kook movement stuff because I have to deal you with so much the flack from them and debunking yeah so i really enjoyed my jfk research but i do not enjoy arguing with people who believe in who are, are completely obsessed with magic bullet and back to the left because they saw a movie right. you know like those people or the polka dot dress with rfk i'm like shut the fuck up like <laughs> that that's what i can't stand and they're starting to pop up with Epstein too. They're like, "Oh, he's still alive," and Maxwell's not in jail. Oh, so I yeah, didn't yeah, see a yeah. picture in high def or whatever. Uh, she's definitely in prison. He's definitely dead. He had multiple autopsies, which showed he was most likely murdered and broken bones in his neck. And uh, why would they do that? Why would you fake it? Why arrest him in the first place? Right. Like it's if stupid. you're just gonna let him go, then you don't even need to put him in jail. You know what yeah, I mean? No, it's it's real dumb. <clears throat> but you. But mostly the Epstein researchers are not kookified. It's, um, but they're trying, you know, tunnels in the islands and all this jibber-jabber. And again, that's one of those things where it's like, when you see a smoke screen, there's something to hide. Mm-hmm. First, they tried not to talk about it at all. But they just killed Epstein. At, but what happened was unique there. There's a picture of with Donald Trump. So all the anti-Trump media, which is the media, was like, ah-ha, Acosta, Trump, Epstein. Ah-ha-ha. Ha. <laughs> and it looks like, ah, oh, they they were rivals. And he outbid um, Epstein and Wexner on property at mar a And he was fighting with the Kushners and Mark Epstein are um, real estate rivals in New York. And they, they don't get along. Right. <clears throat> and that's, you know, suddenly he's rearrested in New York, right? Uh-huh. Uh, it's Trump's backyard. He threw his ass in jail. Anyway, the media jumped on the story because it thought it was Trump, and as soon as it wasn't, they didn't care. It was like the end of Epstein. What you've heard about it has been online. Right. right? It's been from, like, me or The Rising, whose top two journalists just got fired, by the way, because they defended Palestine uh, mm-hmm. or let go, whatever. Or it's been Sean Atwood or somebody, someone on, a like, YouTube or Peer tube or bit shooter or something. That's where you're hearing you're not hearing it on television. Right. They haven't talked about Epstein since twenty nineteen, you know. A little mm-hmm. bit of news on the guards um, forging <clears throat> their logbooks and stuff, but right. I kind of think that wasn't a I'm gonna be talking about this tomorrow anyway, so I'll I'll just stop with Epstein stuff. But anyway, as far as my favorite thing to research was um personally, I looked into the Bruce Lee conspiracy. Because I think they poisoned him, and that oh, was wow. that was my first one, actually, no shit right where, where I was like, because I read Jackie Chan's book, Who am I, and how the triads had attempted to kill Jackie Chan. Do you know that? Uh, they to I, kill...
1: I think I heard that actually, but I just, he I went with Golden
0: Harvest, the Vietnamese media company that broke the Triad monopoly of Communist China for film industry in China, still very mafia film industry in China, by the way. asked John wow. Cena about that yeah yeah no shit, right. <laughs> See, I think what John Cena did was genius, even if it wasn't on purpose, because him apologizing to the Chinese in Chinese. One, he's always spoke Chinese. I've seen him do that before, where he oh. didn't just memorize. He's, he kind of can speak Chinese, and it's like, oh, John Cena speaks Chinese, but um, or Taiwanese, same language. <laughs> <laughs> um, him having to apologize to China is China overplaying its hand? Because if you just let it be that he had said Taiwan's a country, no one would notice. Right. But because you forced him to apologize for saying something to a country that definitely is, like it's got its own government, its own laws, <laughs> its own currency, it's, it's a country, made the world, because he's a famous WWE wrestler, notice this issue with Taiwan and China that they were not thinking about at all. Until you force this guy to apologize about it. And I don't know if China understands you making him apologize made it worse for you. Yeah. Now people are going of course Taiwan's a country. How dare you grovel the Chinese? You pussy. and blah, blah, blah. and <laughs> it that effect. it's not a pussy because all of them would have done the same thing. Right. 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 With his that much money and you know Vince McMahon's on your ass too. Like you better apologize. You're trying to get into China's markets and you just blew it or whatever. Of
1: course. His agent had him doing that for damn sure.
0: For sure. (laughs) Like like all these people, like I saw Tim Pool criticize him, like, you don't talk about my censorship. And the reason is, then you'd lose your YouTube and your money. That's way less than what John Cena was making. Right, right. So, I mean, you cuck for a lot fewer dollars than him. Don't they just want to call a big guy a coward and a pussy? Yeah. Because that guy would mud stomp any of these people. (laughs) And so it just makes him feel big. Like, John Cena's a pussy. Like, no, (laughs) he's not he's normal like he kowtowed and that's the right term kowtow yeah
1: Yeah. for sure
0: it comes from the brits refusal to bow in china and they lost all their deals. like i'm not bowing to you
1: (laughs) (laughs) well you you spend so much time analyzing um you know current events and past historical things i'd like to know where where do you think we're headed i mean do you do you spend any time Thinking about Unfortunately,
0: where- yeah, I think we're headed toward a technocratic dystopian nightmare. Okay, that so we Unabomber have the same warned analysis. Us about. Who,
1: who warned us about?
0: Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Uh, he talked about Industrial yeah. society and its future. That's my Bible. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just I don't see it getting – I mean, eventually it'll get better. But we're already having gas and food shortages. They're talking about a $6 trillion spending package under Biden. Gonna have massive inflation there's like zero interest rates anyway so whatever you have in savings is going to depreciate um green new deal that closed down fracking got rid of federal voter id these all happen within like a month mm-hmm. all these people are like oh it'll be better to get rid of trump because that'll wake up some people on the left <laughs> like <laughs> nobody cares if a couple more leftists like say bad mean things online look at what they're doing they got out of the paris accords so we're back into that again. We're in the Paris Accords that Trump got us out of. Now we're back in. First day he did that. Biden did that. They got rid of federal voter ID. That's H.R. 1. Think about that. How stupid that is. How bad that is. Uh, he's already bombed Syria. He's already, you know. Oh, chair collapsed. <laughs> this, chair, <laughs> this chair is on its last leg, man. It's, uh, <laughs> we got to get you a new one. This idea they're like, wow, you know, it, you'll get more people resisting it because even with Jimmy Dore and so-and-so will criticize Biden, they would have anyway, and they would have continued to criticize Trump, too, if he had won. Like, that's insignificant, man. What matters is the policies that these lunatics are going to pass. And as horrible as Donald Trump was, murdering Soleimani and all the stupid shit he did, it does get worse. And it has.
1: Yeah, forget it.
0: Like, the, the censorship is off the chain. With, but look at all the people that lost their YouTube channels and stuff. Once Biden got in, there's no resistance. I mean, they banned the president. Once they knew he wasn't going to be president anymore, they took away his Twitter, they took away his YouTube, they took away his Facebook, and they did the same to his followers. They're, the Capitol riot people are going to be going to jail for 100 years each. Like, it's a dystopian nightmare. They spy on you, and there's cities in America that are just, they've been handed to the mob. Mm -hmm. I don't mean the mafia, I mean the mob, like the common hoodlum, like the pitchfork peasant types that are just, rah, burn it. You see videos from New York every uh,
1: day, that's what's happening. Yeah,
0: six blocks of Seattle was basically annexed by anarchists for months in the summer. And not the good kind
1: of anarchists.
0: No, the actual kind not the kind on paper. Anarchy only works if you have a mature intelligent society, which we don't. Right. right. So, yeah. Well,
1: we've we've had a couple hundred years of making our society as stupid as possible. So yeah. Yeah, if
0: you didn't raise people on MTV and reality shows and if you didn't, you know, indoctrinate them in school the way they do, they wouldn't be the way they are. If you didn't have liberal policies breaking up two-parent families and all, if if all that was gone and you and you had good parenting and proper schooling and all, then anarchy would could work a lot better.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But that isn't the world. That's we not the it. situation. We yeah, at all. With, they're like, what would work? if We didn't have a bunch of dumbasses. Well, we do. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I could, like in Japan's a lot closer to being able to transition away, because people here have honor. Uh, they're not running around shooting each other or. Hooked on drugs or psychotropic, legal or illegal. They're not into that. I, I could leave my wallet downstairs all day and no one would touch it. Incredible. You know, it's, um, and I've done stuff like that, not on purpose, but like, I, you know, I just leave my key in the bike. I've had a camera sitting in there. No one bothers with it. Cell phones just sitting in the park. It's a high trust society. And mm-hmm. you don't have to, it's, it's not so over police stuff. Like everyone takes their shoes off when they go in and out. You know, homes and stuff, right. even school—you couldn't do that in America. People would steal your shoes, one hundred percent. If you had a pair these of days, Jordans, for sure. they're gone. Fuck, you fuck, know what yeah. I mean? Like, but not in Japan. You can just leave them. Nobody's going to touch your shoes because it's yeah. wrong. And that's not because the government; it's because of proper parenting,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? It's because they don't have all this degenerate filth in the right. media constantly trying to get them to. Can I talk about Japanese culture for a second? I'm going to tell oh. people. Yeah, please the, the most like you gotta live here to figure this out. And it's weird too, because someone that visits Japan will do like a podcast about their six day trip or something. And someone that lives here like a year or whatever, maybe they'll write a blog post or something, and someone that's lives here for ten years would do a pamphlet and someone that lives here longer just barely talks about it. <laughs> it's always the noob that goes running on the mountain. And I haven't, and, I, and I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy that thinks that he's figured out the Japanese culture and does all these comparative differences and stuff uh, a- after living here a year or something. But I've been here a dozen years. And uh, my biggest reverse culture shock, what I think, not the superficial stuff like food, music, religion, or lack thereof, it's not that. It's the, it's the base level hostility in the US, like the background hostility that you don't know when you live there. The same reason fish don't know they're in the water. Because mm. water's everywhere. And they have nothing to compare it to. It's only when they jump out the surface that they realize, well, there's a thing that's not water.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: then they realize they're living in the water. There is a kind of background angst and it's caused from the television and the constant conflict. Even in school, even if you're browbeating, you know, this is from the Unabomber too, but you're trying to solve the problems of yesteryear, kicking that dead horse, being so anti nineteenth century slavery, which is not a problem, you know, but it's all the you know, anti racist, anti sexism, anti it's still hate every day. <clears throat> hate something. Gotta have an enemy. Even if the problem's been resolved, mm-hmm. we'll let's dig it up and start picking scabs. Right. You know, and get all this conflict. Many well, is, now we have to punish their Sis and this and that yeah well now, yeah.
1: now we have to punish their ancestors you know th- for anybody
0: that later. had the same melanin level in their skin right. is guilty just because they look alike
1: yeah even know. though my ancestors are from germany in 1920 i have to pay the price for american slavery it's fucking absurd well,
0: even if you had been british ancestors it wouldn't matter you didn't do it you no, know I know. Mean?
1: It, 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 it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter if it was my ancestors, period. It's just it's just nonsense. It is. And it's
0: it's don't get me triggered on the slavery crap. But anyway, um, <laughs> everyone did it. I mean, who, who sold them to you? you know right,
1: I mean? right, 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 right.
0: But anyway, uh, it is isn't a abhorrent institution, but it, it existed for thousands of years across the globe. And it's Western civilization that ended it. Right. And so, they never and get, get this any evil, credit. Evil white man or whatever. I'm like, that's who ended slavery right. first. And then yep. force that on everyone else.
1: Well, it sounds like you, you are not exactly a collapsitarian if you think that, I mean, I, and I agree with you that Trump would have been, he would have bought us more time compared he to the sucked, Biden.
0: But, he, but Jesus, Biden, Kamala, like, first of all, oh, it's a division, of, division of power is better than consolidation. Mm-hmm. Because after they stole the elections through voter fraud, they have the Senate, the House, and the presidency. And they kind of have the courts, from what we've seen, that wouldn't even look at cases, right? Why would you want one side to have all the control? They have the media. They have big tech. Like, the media is liberal. Big tech is liberal. The Senate's liberal. The House is liberal. And the presidency is liberal. Yeah, it's going to get worse. At least with Trump, the media opposed everything he did. And social media opposed everything he did. And he didn't have total control over the House. Well, now you, you've given it to the, the war party. The party that started World War I, World War II, the Korean War, and Vietnam, Democrats. That's who you gave it to. The pro-censorship party. The let's give hormones to a six-year-old party. You know, there were some differences, not on Israel, not on monetary policy, not on some of these things. The two parties are the same, but generally Republicans opposed giving hormones to children. Generally, they opposed, you know, allowing a grown man in the women's shower room. Generally, they opposed, uh, you know, like saying, well, maybe we should get rid of airplanes and some of the crap from AOC, stuff like that. Uh and tech be, way better to some against extent. yeah, the censorship, wearing a mask, all that. You're much more likely to be open, free, or less restrictions on business and personal freedom with Republicans and Democrats. That is a real difference.
1: Sure.
0: And it is getting worse under this regime. And just the pay to play, like Trump did put America first sometimes, or at least second after Israel. <laughs> um you know, but at least we're we're in the top ten. <laughs> with, with biden it's like pay to play what are the chinese gonna give me what's ukraine gonna give me what's oh, yeah. gonna give me he just he said he's a hillary basically yeah you know?
1: it seems like their last <clears throat> concern
0: is the american and they people. just blame blame russia whatever happens we're short on oil the russian hacking lost 2016 russian hacking hunter's laptop russian disinformation yeah <laughs>
1: exactly on. even though it's all fucking yeah anyways um so the laptop you- is real I mean. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. There's no uh,
0: disinformation.
1: That's, that's what I'm saying. It's
0: I mean, a crackhead that had hookers and. Fuck yeah, he was. Yeah. I've seen the I've seen the pictures. Have um, you seen um, my film uh, Corn Pop's Revenge? No, I got to check that. Out. You remember when he was like Corn Pop was a bad dude? Hell yeah. Um, that's why I had this <laughs> Corn Pop thing behind me. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, so it's called Corn Pop's Revenge. It's on my website. It's free. But I have an upgraded version with like production value and like a proper movie, I guess. And it's called The Biden Crime Syndicate Corn Pop's Revenge. I'm going to screen it in a couple days. Nice, is the goal. I kept getting invited to shows. So I kept pushing back. The re- it's not a bad problem, but I kept getting invited on shows. So I kept pushing back the, the Corn Pop release date. But if you want to know how bad the Bidens are, I mean, like, okay, Trump, what's his worst thing? Think about it. Like, the Biden swindled $4 million out of cancer research that they had acquired after their own son died of brain cancer. That's pretty fucking dark. low. Yeah. That's pretty dark. Joe Biden married his babysitter after his wife died in a car accident, and That's his son fact. married his dead brother's widow.
1: That's a fact.
0: <laughs> These are facts. Yeah. The Trump family, all his kids, none of them are that degenerate. No, none of them are smoking crack and buying hookers. Right, cocaine maybe. But I mean,
1: it's it's all nepotistic, but it's not that bad.
0: I mean, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I made a film called Trump's Sinus Ball and Chain. It went over the mob ties and the nepotism and all that. It's normal, you know, New Yorker Yankee. Um, yeah, yeah, greedy poly- political narcissist, or whatever. But Biden, holy shit. Like, he is John McCain bad. Like, that's Mm -hmm. his own category. You have like one through ten and (laughs) like McCain. John McCain bad. Yeah, like John McCain bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I fucking (laughs) despise John McCain.
0: I have a holiday on this calendar celebrating his death anniversary. 25th of August.
1: My favorite tweet that Ace ever put out was something about uh no Oh, God, what was it? It was something to the effect of, like, nothing has ever saved more lives in the Middle East than John McCain's tumor. (laughs) I was like, holy shit.
0: Yeah, I wanted to um, nominate the tumor for a Nobel Peace Prize because, (laughs) think about it, it went on a brave suicide mission to take down a (laughs) war criminal global terrorist.
1: That's such a great description. It was on a suicide mission. It killed its own host. Yeah, what a brilliant. Yeah, humor. I
0: mean, it took out a war criminal, you know, <laughs> and serial murderer. So should get the peace prize, but they only give the peace prize to the opposite, right? So,
1: right. No, the exactly. only time
0: Obama- I was on Cancer's team was when John McCain had it, but of course, yeah, no, they
1: have to reserve the the peace prize for war criminals like Obama, um, Kissinger. Oh, yeah that too so where where do you see us headed then i mean obviously
0: we're headed towards a technocratic dystopia bad I think it's gonna be bad man um like
1: gulag's bad you're gonna lose
0: like, more freedom you're gonna like have more america bad? more domestic spying more people are gonna get censored and deplatform and lose their money they're gonna have tighter monopoly over the news they're gonna lie to your fucking face um you know more covid restrictions as the new strain comes out of india or whatever you know um, they're going to suppress any story that challenges them. Mm-hmm. It Like, okay, COVID did come. This is definitely going to get yanked for YouTube. COVID came from Wuhan. It's been oh, genetically yeah. traced. People were saying that a year ago, but, you know, the science is settled, which means, you know, Big Pharma said this. Mm-hmm. That, you know, science, yeah, I think you mispronounced Big Pharma, or, you know, <laughs> I, I believe in science. No, you believe your TV. <laughs> <laughs> People said this year ago, but you weren't allowed to have a dialogue. Mm-hmm. Facebook and ThemTube and Twatter all decided their position was, you know, whatever that little troll Fauci said. So you're not allowed to question it. And that's not science. Science is open to dialogue. You cannot just pick a conclusion with no discussion and say, this is the right answer. And there's no debate. You can't be confident in the answer if you don't allow dissent. Right. Like with my nine eleven theory, I'm like, go ahead, pick it apart. You know, give me, right. give me all the rebuttals, falsify it. Is the only right. re- way you can have confidence is in a conclusion is to put it out there and say, all right, come on with the criticism. Tell me why I'm wrong. Exactly. And if if you make a reasonable case, I'll just change my mind. The whole point is to figure out what's true. Right. But they just say, nope, this is the thing, and you're not allowed to question it. And they do the same thing for global warming with their interpretation of historical events, like the Civil War, for example. Like, oh, that's slavery because, you know, that it feels good if it was. It's psychologically gratifying to think that the North Army went down and stomped all these, like, slave-whipping, backward-racist-cousin-fucking-whatever, you know. Right. That ain't what happened. Six northern states had slaves themselves. They enslaved the Chinese after the war was over. They refused to ratify the thirteenth amendment till the second try. The South had black suffrage before the North. Um, the facts don't matter. You know, it's right. just more psychologically gratifying to be like, We're the good guys, they're the bad guys, and this is how it went down. And they do that with World War Two, World War One, there's a there's the Hollywood version, there's the psychologically gratifying version, and then there's what happened.
1: And it's the, and it's not just psychologically gratifying; it also justifies their their complete betrayal of what our country was founded on, which was that you were supposed to be allowed to leave. It was a voluntary union. At least right. that was that's what I believed it to be. And then after the Civil War, you realize, oh, this is not a voluntary union. Yeah, we they seceded. Slaves,
0: and they go, okay, you seceded, and we're going to attack. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they don't care irony. About Lincoln, the Emancipation Proclamation happened two years into the middle of the war, not the beginning. And he had the Corwin Amendment before the war that said if you stay in the Union, you can keep your slaves. And they all said no, because the primary reason for leaving was never slavery. It was the tariff right. situation.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it, it's it's so ironic because the the hagiography, hey, the, the beautiful rewriting of history that this was all to free slaves... Ultimately, if you look at it through like the Spoonerish view, in fact, it took a bunch of free people, millions and millions of free people, and it made them slaves of yeah. the United States of Reconstruction
0: America. Reconstruction was another eighty years of slavery of the South. They turned into a little Ireland within the United right. States. They had the ten richest states become the poorest, right. uh, and remain that way until the nineteen fifties. Yep. Um, I've gone. I've, I did a show with uh, Peter Kunis or Mance Raider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on the Libertarian Institute where I went over a reconstruction and gave the statistics on that. There's a great book by a guy named Philip Lee. Lee like the German way L E I G H. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's just called the Southern Reconstruction, pretty bland title. But anyway, that that's a good one.
1: All right, I'll um, check it
0: out. <clears throat> yeah, I've got some recommended books on the Civil War. I have a site called Dawson Time, all one word. I have a twin brother. We used to, well, I wanted Dawson and Dawson, but that's like a law firm or something. So, <laughs> DawsonTime.com dot com and it's Civil War podcast and recommended books and so on. Still kind of building it, but there's an there's enough on there already that people could spend a good chunk of their time learning the truth. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Well, I
1: will I will be hitting that. I it is it is three th- almost three thirty in the morning here, uh-huh. so I'm gonna head out, but. I uh, I really appreciate your time. Everyone, for the love of God, this man puts out unbelievable work. Please go to ANCReport.com, subscribe, buy his documentaries, support him as much as
0: possible. Get I, a map. I... We got Epstein maps and Biden maps. Exactly. Um, I don't know if I have that behind me. Well, here's like not even... Not even a five percent of a Biden map, but just show, showing you the corporations, the companies and connections and stuff it's a huge, huge poster of uh, of all the criminal syndicate and so if you're going to donate before you donate, think well, for the same amount, maybe I could get a map because I you want go. you to I want you to have these you know yeah, you yeah. want them out. There. If you want to I just love donate, I'm not gonna stop you. But I'm just saying <laughs> if you can become a member. Like instead of buying all the films individually, if you sign up for the monthly membership, it's, it's cheaper. If you feel like I'm gonna watch them within a month, do it because within a month you can just watch them all. You know.
1: See, this is this is why you're uh you're <laughs> this is why you're just amazing to me because you you put so you have to have put untold hours into this, and yet you're still telling people how to save money to support you. This is just, you're a kind kind soul.
0: I think it's a good strategy in the long run. Yeah, Being honest with people.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I I think it's beautiful. Well, anyways, uh, I don't have any social media for him to plug, because he just got nuked from everything once again, but (laughs) please go to ancreport.com This guy is a
0: beast. You will not regret it. Thank you so I have much. VK, for if anybody's on VK, it's like the Russian Facebook. Okay. <laughs> this is where I get pushed to, right? And I think my name is just Rye Dawson, not Ryan. Right. It's just R Y Dawson on VK. That's that's all I got left. Perfect. Um, but A and C report Scott links to like Telegram and PeerTube and that stuff. But it's all whack a mole. You never know when one's going to disappear. Right. So yeah. All right. Thank you so <laughs> much, brother. It's so that. sad. It- <laughs>
1: Well, it just means you're doing great work and we live in hell. So (laughs) thank you again.
0: Yay, we do. That's Boomer Tech. (laughs) Boom. Okay. shekel Chats. Let's take a look. We got some. First one. DJ Cogdell about a zip code. 27920, that's the zip code. Best dressed guest for six says... Assad won his election, Netanyahu lost his. He gave me a good chuckle earlier. Yeah, who's that? Assad must go. Who? Who? Looks like Netanyahu must go. Andrew Dolgan for One Jefferson, One Washington says, You're invaluable in debunking 9-11 official narrative, but even more so for fighting against the 9-11 cuckoo crowd. Uh, Gotta get you on Tim Dillon to talk Epstein or 9-11. Keep asking via Patreon. Yeah, good luck with that. The problem is 99% of the people that talk about 9 are in the cuckoo crowd, and I'm just going to get lumped in as one of those people, you know. Lone Star Texan with a dead Hamilton says, Good talk for Normies. Thanks for sharing. Diagonalon, Rainbow Frog. Timothy Taggart in the orange, in the silver level, hits the touchdown, says... I've been a fifty-dollar paladin going on four months now. Money well spent. Thank you. Here's another fifty for the informative talk. Badass man. If if anyone hasn't seen it <laughs> over on PeerTube, we got a video called "Evil Has a Face," which talks about the need for more knights and paladins, uh, which you can sign up as on Rainbow or a Rainbow Frog on ANCReport.com. Let's see. My, uh, see Miss Lace apart, says great show with ten Ernie True for three says sweet interview my man glad we got more eyes on the product tough to break that YouTube habit for most I know y'all we almost never use YouTube I had one with eighty one thousand followers they erased it I had one with like seventy five thousand followers they erased it six times we got up and on uh, YouTube I'm tired of it we moved over to PeerTube. that's where you should start watching the shows we have over a thousand three hundred over there already Ernie uh, truths we interview my man oh I got that already Donna Z in the red zone taking first place says for my goddamn constant chatter please forgive me I love this rainbow frog A&C family hashtag we are Ryan Dawson that's a hashtag on Twitter. <laughs> it's like taking things I've tweeted or whatever in the past. because My Twitter keeps getting deleted too. So they're doing the uh, I am Sparta thing. So they're saying we are Ryan Dawson and reposting my stuff, which is awesome. And oh, Quebec, 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 who I haven't seen in a long time, pops in. Also tying Donna for first and just to say good stuff. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed that. A lot of... Wide range of topics there. <clears throat> I forgot how stupid YouTube chat is. I was looking at it. They're talking about every every ridiculous thing from race to what about, what about. Like, I'm talking about 9-11 or the Iraq War or whatever. So it's, what about Iran? What about India? What about Colombia? What about... Uh, why don't you talk about every single issue in the world ever simultaneously? It's not possible. And I don't owe you nothing like that dumbass that was bitching about well you don't cover Somalia enough I said how many times have you covered Native American issues A oh, zero? alright go fuck yourself then I asked about Ireland too he, nothing I'm like yeah so you want me to talk about your little pet thing but you don't do it for anybody but yourself eat a dick peer tube it's vid listen vid dot ancreport.com or just go to ancreport.com and click on the thing that says like fuck YouTube or whatever and it'll take you there. 1,300 videos over there right now. 1,300 and 400. Gudbunder Thoral Carlson says you are. You are something. I don't know if there's a missing piece of that uh, or what but Yeah, I'm just not, I don't feel like tolerating dumbasses right now, you know what I mean? Like, um, my patience is up on that. I'm tired. I had a little one up almost all night. And he was happy and stuff. He's been sick, now he's healthy. And he just decided to wake up. And then I got st- stuff to do all day today. And I got to be up at 3 in the morning for Sean Atwood. So I'm not, I'm pulling another one of these 24-hour, a little bit more than 24-hour hill periods and uh yeah i don't i don't have time for bullshit okay since i was going back on atwood's show we're talking about jeffrey epstein There's still a lot to cover in that case i thought i'd delay corn pops revenge yet again because i can announce it on his show and get more people to see it so how Terrace formed a nation in corn pops revenge will be after the atwood show are you getting better at apex i am uh had nowhere to go but up Fire Pixie, who is now on the west coast temporarily says how in the world did you not shoot your computer when you talked about that Somali guy (laughs) yeah when I talked to him what an idiot he was Uh, I just listened to that interview last night patience of a saint I am Ryan Dawson rainbow frog yeah I mean what he was somebody asked me who was more annoying him or Dorsey I thought I don't know I think the ginger was worse, just cause it was longer, but, really, a, a tie, you know. Guy was so, well it's a good point, I'm like he's completely getting owned and debunked and doesn't even know it. <sighs> That's how a lot of my recent debates have been, it's just, uh, I'm explaining something to somebody who doesn't have a fucking clue what they're talking about. Dunning-Kruger in full swing from their side, you know. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so said am I gonna play apex on twitch? I ba- I was banned on twitch, too I don't mention that one because it was like I was on for 24 hours and got banned uh, I play apex with my 12 year old he's much better than I am, but um, I Am getting my kills usually at least one a game sometimes Between one to three really but yeah, you no, know, I don't suck at it, but my son is um Way better <laughs> He'll win, like, 20% of the time, the whole thing. And he'll kill, like, 10 people, easy. DJ Cogdell says, I heard the commie backed out of the Civil War talk. Hashtag, I am Ryan Dawson. I don't know if they were, uh, no, okay, so the commie that you're talking about is different from some other girl that wanted to bitch about the Civil War. There's two of them. And both of them backed out. Imagine my lack of shock. So I have to take a strategic nap. This is going to self-destruct. But a copy will be on PeerTube. So you can watch it over there. Um, and then Liberty Lockdown will have the interview part. the you know 90% of this on his channel uh, although I said, man, you better, <laughs> you better watch it, because we talked about Vegas, we talked about the COOF, and we talked about nine eleven. so, you know, and a little bit on voter fraud, so, yeah, it's probably not going to last, but, sometimes if you're a small channel, you can kind of float under the radar until you don't, but, yeah, taking a nap, uh, before my kids gets out of school and then we're doing uh, dad stuff and then Sean Atwood show and there's another researcher coming on with it's not going to be just me it's me Sean and another dude uh, gosh I can't I'm too tired <laughs> I know that he's I should definitely know his name but I just can't think of it right now but we're all going to be on at the same time so that'll be fun yes free Palestine I could get a Florida address. Um, thing is, they banned me all before that was passed, and uh, well, Twitter didn't. Twitter banned me just the other day, so I could sue Twitter. With, I have my mother lives in Florida, so I could be like, yeah, that's where I live. Uh huh. Um, I don't know what the rules are for. I could say I'm an expat from Florida who lives in Japan. I mean the. the the most recent U.S. state I was at was Florida. So that's something. My bank's in Florida. Um, it's in an Indian reservation in Florida, but it's in Florida. <laughs> yeah, I like the naturalist capitalists in the house. Now, the interview you just heard, Reed Coverdale helped put that together. So I really like that we have advocates who aren't banned, who can go places I can't and reach people there's no other way and of course all my the bigot arena that we have over here on entropy uh and it's sarcasm none of them are bigots but that's just what they call us they really hold the fort like all the ANC members are how we survive Andre Kill You says Florida PO Box buddy you're getting their uh people are getting their channels back is that right well I'm on it I'm going to take a nap first and then uh, I'll try and talk to my mom and stepdad later, and see because they're both in Florida, and see if I can get uh, get on that get on that lawsuit because I got Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube to sue. Gudmunder Thor Carlson with a high five says I listen to some guys debate on Discord about who was more Muslim. <laughs> One was Somali and the other was from North Africa and the Somali guy got pissed off at the North African guy because he changed his Discord picture to Mia Khalifa. Freaking hilarious. Hey, uh, 12 points for the troll. Um, look, man, if you get pissed at an avatar, you shouldn't be on the internet. You know what I mean? If you're that thin-skinned, just turn it off and do pick a different career. You gotta have thick skin to do internet debates and I'm not telling anything you don't know. Rocky C with a Dead Hamilton says, uh, good job, Ryan. No time for bullshit. I enjoy the Jackman and Reed podcast. By the way, uh, another future interview is with Eric Jackman about Corn Pops Revenge. So after I screen Corn Pops Revenge Redux, I'm going back on the jackman radio to discuss because there's a lot that's not in the film there's a lot that happened since the film was made right that's why we're already on a part two uh i got nerd team two and i are already working on part two of corn pops revenge going into the election fraud and biden biden's first three months in office and all the corruption and scandals that the news is not reporting at all that have already happened and of course the Icky Sticky Laptop. And not, I'm not talking about Nikki Haley for this time. I mean Hunter Biden. Four mm-hmm. Horsemen. Oh we also have uh, another Four Horsemen. That's later in June. And Scott Horton's gonna be the fourth Horseman. Which should be good. That's I mean with we had Peter and then Dave Smith and then Scott Horton. You know. Couldn't get couldn't get better libertarian guests really i mean ron paul obviously obviously besides him <laughs> based horton yeah he's based he's been based for decades uh and we've been friends for decades uh it's good to see it's good to see all of those guys getting more recognition like it's not just anti com. like they're starting to to branch out which is great somebody named the letter g says Rye, you're still on f Tube. by the way i can't get tracking on my poster calendar ps epstein gave me covid email ricky r-i-c-k-y at a-n-c-report.com and yes you can get tracking on both of those things um i'm not still on f tube this is my babysitter's channel that i borrow and uh, it's the first live stream stream I've done since like January Uh, we're on PeerTube I came on here just to tell people to get off here and get on to PeerTube Rocky C pretend says they kept referring to Ryan on the Memorial Day podcast on a different podcast Scott Horton just to say Richard Pearl watch Ryan go off (laughs) yeah well just say Woodrow Wilson and watch Scott go off so Yes, I get triggered by Richard Pearl. I created a Hate Richard Pearl Day. It's on the calendar. Oh, by the way, since it's June, we've got a new lady. And the quote uh, for June is, Prince Andrew is the Kevin Bacon of pedophile rings. <laughs> I haven't heard the Memorial Day uh, podcast yet. I'll have to go listen to that later. Um, probably repost it as well. Let's see. The first was the first appearance of Superman. I stuck out on the calendar for no reason, but I thought it was awesome. It was in 1978, and, or it was the movie, but the first appearance of Superman is way before that. And then um, we had the Indian Citizens Act passed June 2nd, which is today in Japan. I guess it's not that, oh I'll talk about that next time because it's not June 2nd yet where you live, is it? Well anyway, Superman's first appearance. Grant Morrison's the best Superman writer, by the way. There are super chats. They're called. It's called entropy because we don't. Well, we have shekel chats. We don't have super chats. It's right there. You click that link. You can watch the same video, and have the same chat, and uh, except you can shekel chat if you if you so choose to. DJ Cogdill says for three I was expecting to see the clip where Scott Horton defended you on the uncensored Tim Pool clip but they must have cut that out or something I was just waiting or wanting to see their reactions I don't think that happened I think the person interviewing me made that up or misheard that or whatever um because no one but him seemed to have heard that so I think that's crap um and I fell for it, because he told me that's what he said, and it seemed reasonable, so I believed him. But I don't think that actually ever occurred. may have been a different show. Someone else or he did that, I don't know. Lone Star Texan for Three says, Never forget the USS Liberty. Rye is a real-life Superman. Hashtag We Are Dawson, Rainbow Frog. I'm more like a Clark Kent, because he was a journalist. I wish I was Superman. Uh, I'd solve a lot of shit real fast. <laughs> oh, well. Um, it would kind of suck to be an overpowered alien, though. You couldn't have sex with anybody. Or without killing them, at least. But you could solve all the world's problems pretty quick. All pedo roads lead back to Prince Andrew, uh just said in chat... <laughs> You can get this calendar still. It has the this days in history thing. It's discounted because it is like the middle of the year. But it doesn't matter. You can QR code, by the way, because on the 6th, because since it was slightly after midnight when they killed uh, RFK, uh, so there's a QR code on the calendar. You can go watch a little video about Robert Kennedy's assassination where I explained who did it and why, if you have the calendar. You get goodies like that. usually get Civil War stuff. But I was like, for June, nah, we got to talk about the Kennedy assassination, of course. So that's what's up on A&C right now. Naturalist Capitalist for 50 says, hashtag, we are Ryan Dawson. So he's now in the silver zone with, um, who did that earlier? Timothy Taggart. Yeah. And of course, Quebec and Donna and taking the gold. Samurai Flack with a dead Lincoln says, A few days I googled Anne Frank ballpoint pen and my jaw hit the floor. Definitely don't do that. Well, I'm going to self oven this show anyway. So yeah, go ahead and talk about Anne Frank. Um, Actually, like, okay, she died from disease. And the ballpoint pen stuff, I can debunk that. I don't want to talk about Holocaust stuff, though because, like, he gets you in trouble, no matter what, you know, but, um, that's like a false, false flag, oh, they didn't have ballpoint pens, it wasn't in ballpoint pen, she wrote some of the diary, and a lot of it was written afterwards, but, like, you really don't need to focus on Anne Frank to get a case study of, of any of the camps, There's plenty of other people written about it that are less ridiculous. T. Bear says, some more shekels into the new mech release bucket. Any updates? Any thoughts on BB departure with the hard right party stepping in? Ooh. Yeah, so new mech's plan. I've said this before, but you might not have heard. I wanted that, like, last year. Um, but Corona prevented travel. So the anti-APAC event in Washington that I usually attend was canceled. And then this year they did a Zoom conference or whatever, gay. I wanted to do a physical screening of the film. And that has to do with investors of the film and stuff who want to go to it. So it really isn't just up to me. But I ain't allowed to travel. Because of Corona. So, and I'm not just going to release it online. We just put way too much effort to not do it correctly. Right, so we're waiting for the COOF to subsede, which looks like will be July, uh, so then we can figure out a time and date and place, maybe in Florida or something, to go screen the film. Thanks for asking about that, because you're not the only one wondering. FirePixie says, say it out loud, hashtag, we are Ryan Dawson, Rainbow Frog, <laughs> yeah, Get on your Twitters or whatever and do that hashtag with your stories because people will be like, who the fuck is that? like, well, that's the guy that ain't allowed on Twitter because he just said, la, and that's it. You're gone. Timothy Taggart, again, 20, says, I was wondering when the Biden maps go out. I bought one. Yes, so today, actually, I just got that message this morning. They're being mailed from Asia to the U.S. uh, Unless you live in the U.K. and bought one or something because then they'll go straight to the U.K., then from the u.s uh they're going to arizona and from arizona to wherever that's that just started today the film doesn't drop for until after the atwood show so it'll be two days or three days no it'll be two days before i drop the film but if you pre-ordered a map they went out today so by the time the film hits they should be in the mail going toward your house um we had to fix some the whole map was done the qr code didn't work because it was like dark on dark color i don't know this nerd stuff so we switched it and whatever it's fixed and they're they're on their way i haven't got mine yet either (laughs) i'm next door but uh should be tomorrow the next day and they should arrive in the u.s i don't know how long that takes three or four days and then they'll be sent to you and if they if you live in europe or south africa then we're just mailing them from china directly to you because no reason to go to the u.s if you live in canada same it'll go to america first and then it'll go up to canada wom ram yam says caught the illustrious just saw the HBO doc on opioids. Is there a link of Big Pharma and MIC? Or is there just a Rat King cluster fuck? by the way? Sackler's EFT. <laughs> yeah, every effing time. Yeah, Sackler's and heroin. Uh, yes, there are links between the MIC and Big Pharma. You, they have overlapping board of directors and profiteers. And I have maps for that, too. Uh, not that Not physically, I just made maps for it. And put them online. Of course my YouTube channel was deleted. So it would be a bitch to go and find them. But if you look up. MIC Media or something. I'll find it. Someone has it. Anderson Paladin. Says sending love from Canada. Please send the Diagonalon. Forever Diagonalon. (laughs) Rainbow Mm -hmm. Frog. Awesome. Please help Diagonalon. I'm all for it. I'm all for greater Idaho too. Get y'all back the greater idaho movement Natalie for 20 who let a girl in here <laughs> says keep up the good work and fuck twitter I agree thank you very much Natalie DJ Cogdale says I want to see you Scott Horton and Dave Smith go on Tim Pool or something like that with a huge audience and give an accurate account of the last 250 years of American foreign policy unlikely I know well Scott and Dave have been on Tim Pool's show I haven't, but they did, I'm sure they did a good job. Um, Scott's more of a current events guy or maybe back to World War II or so as far as history goes. Um, I can foot in the gaps before that though. I'd like to go on Rogan or Tim Pool or, or even I just go on Dave Smith's show again, he's got a large audience. Um, and that's that's definitely doable. Uh, as far as the three of us having a round table on that. We could just do it on Dave's show. I mean Tim Pool's got what a million point one? Dave's probably got six hundred thousand. I don't know. Atwood does seven hundred thousand. Sticks Hexenhammer, you know, hey bud, I'm ready for your show. We blow up. Oh well. Quebec Cube up with a uh wow with a dead grant. Uh, Andrew Jackson and a dead Lincoln says it doesn't sit right with me not being number one. Taiwan is a country (laughs) FYI. Of course it is. It's uh, now he's in first place, by the way, surpassing Donna Z. Um, Of course, Taiwan's a country. They've got their own government, their own money, their own passports, their own laws that it's a country called Taiwan and it speaks Chinese. Only government could have something as ridiculous as pretending not to acknowledge a country's existence, right? Taiwan and Palestine. Fire Pixie says, go to bed. I'm I'm about to. <laughs> Timothy Taggart says, actually, I'm thinking of going to Taco Bell. <laughs> I need to go to bed. Timothy Taggart, 25, thanks, can't wait, lol. Me either. I can't wait to screen new Mecca and I can't wait to screen terrorists Form a Nation. I'm, screen- I'm screening that online I want to screen new mech physically uh centrality says do you th- for three says do you know if either Scott or Dave mentioned you to Tim Pool and or Rogan uh I don't know and my guess would be no and they're not obligated to like they're deal- they're doing their own show it's weird for them to think oh yeah this friend of mine you know what I'm se- I mean like I don't expect that <clears throat> And be nice if they said something, but they won't. I know Eddie Bravo did to Rogan at least, but Rogan just, you know, Rogan's Rogan. Lone Star Texan. You know what else? Eddie Bravo has been saying there's going to be the fake alien invasion forever. Look at all this UFO propaganda recently. Like, Bravo was right. <laughs> he might have been right. Lone Star Texan with a dead Hamilton says, buy the damn chair, bigot. All right. I got enough money for the chair. It's just another fucking 149 to ship it. And I was like, fuck. I don't know. Well. How Terrace Formed a Nation is available right now. If you're a member of Bay and C Report, you can go watch it. Any member. Even the peasant level, you can go watch it. Um, I don't want people going, what about, what about, what about. It's a, what, a half hour, 40 minutes. We went over mostly the, the nautical stuff. All the boat bombings and things. And I did get into the embassy bombings and hotel bombings and whatnot. Um, but we're covering the stuff from the 30s. Not from, not all up to the 1967 war or something like that. It's impossible. I'm covering the stuff that no one covers. Because everyone says, oh, the Arabs preemptively attacked Israel in 1948. Bullshit. There was a whole decade of terrorism by Haganah and lay stern gangs before anybody attacked anybody. Anyway, this was a successful stream because it's on YouTube, which is why we're here. But that sucks. I encourage you all to check out this right here vid. I'm going to type it in the chat vid.ancreport.com. That's where we've got over 1300 videos already. I guess you need the HTTPS or whatever on there, but. Yeah, I covered Here it is. Get this. Get this link correct. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Here I will just get the goddamn link by cut and pasting. I don't have to type. There you go. Yum. That link that's in the chat right now. That's where you can go watch a bunch of videos. Go bookmark that page because that's where we're going to stream this stuff this one will self-destruct so I'm flipping it to private right now thank you everybody donating DJ says Dave Smith mentioned Scott in one of the uncensored after the shows because they were talking about Russia being lured into Afghanistan and Scott's second book talks about that well good and that book by the way first you should get fool's errand on Afghanistan and then enough already by Scott Horton. Samurai Flack says, my patience ran out on Rogan. He's a person who tells Fibs they didn't pay for his show. They paid him to fade away. Yeah, they that's what they did to Glenn Greenwald and Jeremy Scahill. They just paid them to shut up. Uh, Andre Kalu Andre says, if I donate to Styx and his malnutrition stream again, how <laughs> <I'll do> would <it." laughs> he get in touch with you? Yeah, so I told him, hey, I'm back on Twitter, and he's like, congratulations, and 24 hours later, I was gone again, so he needs to know that I was banned again already, and it's easy to get in touch with me, you can email me through my website, otherwise, just get hold of Reed, Reed Coverdale, (laughs) I just nominated him secretary, Reed Coverdale's on Twitter, Sticks can talk to him, he'll talk to me, um... I'd love to go on his show or even have him on my show just to talk libertarian stuff you know and I could introduce him to another large circle of people that would also have him uh, talking so yeah bookmark that site yes Rain is a real person she watches my children sometimes we use her YouTube she's now started another one if you want to watch her dance videos or whatever Yes, Ryan exists. Twitter's banned. Right, I gotta. I'm gonna conk out, y'all. Thanks. ANCReport.com. <laughs> Peace. Free Palestine.
2: I've loved kids jumping on my lap.
0: Who are these people? How did they get access to the highest levels in the Obama Biden regime?
2: I got hairy legs.
0: It's a little bit odd. I hope you know who that is. Who cares? International kidnapper and child rapist. Fellow profiteer. But wait, there's more. The pro Joe incriminated himself. You're a Russian agent. Chinese business partner. Got the Biden's to say yes. Bribing the UN. Conflict of interest. You are going to find out. Rape. Human trafficking. How sick it it's and yes. There is no bottom to the Biden crime syndicate. Corn Pop was a good man. Child rape.